I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Aaron. Today on the show, $1.9 trillion stimulus package. What does it do for Bitcoin? Ivan Poon, co-founder of Switchio, comes on the show. And PayPal, making more crypto moves. That and other news coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, March 9th, 2021. There is so much bullish news today. I mean, just bullish. Not only are we green across the board, not only are we approaching $55,000 Bitcoin, but tomorrow is Oracle's earnings call. Man, the rumors are flying that they added Bitcoin to their balance sheet. Now, of course, that's only a rumor. We're going to have to wait to see. But imagine if they did. Imagine if it was other companies, too. CZ Zhao of Binance keeps tweeting about some big news coming out of Binance. I just can't imagine what that could be. But I know it's bullish. And also, I got this amazing message from a listener. And I want to share it with you about NFTs. Hi, Matthew. This is Douglas from Seattle. I listen to several podcasts on crypto and blockchain, but wanted to let you know Decrypt Daily is always the first one I check. Your podcast does a great job of providing timely information and insight without getting evangelical about the space. I appreciate your level-headed perception. Thanks for being there for all of us. In one of your recent shows, you dove into NFTs, which I thought was great. As an NFT creator myself, I realize how much confusion there is out there about this area. So many people think it's only about the single NFT artwork that sells for $400,000 or sports videos that sell out in two seconds. If your listeners are willing to explore, they can find amazing NFTs that are extremely affordable and have a focus that really means something to them. I'm an architect, so I've turned my passion for beautiful buildings around the world into a collection called Architectural Wonders. I build on the Wax blockchain, which tends to be less expensive than the Ethereum markets. If you're interested, you can see my work at Atomic Hub, search the collections for architect art. You'll notice most of the NFTs are less than 10 bucks unless you get into the rarest editions. My point is, NFTs are a fun way to invest in collectibles that mean something to you personally, more than just a token on a blockchain. And you don't need to spend a fortune doing it. Keep up the great work, Matthew. We'll be listening. Thank you, Doug. Doug from Seattle for reaching out and saying that to everybody because, Doug, you have a good point. And I want everybody else to understand this is that there is more to NFTs than just Banksy's or high value works of art on the blockchain. Everybody can put something, some piece of their IP, some piece of their creation immutably on the blockchain and sell it or hodl it, trade it or collect it. If you heard last week, I had a listener on that's putting their poetry on blockchain or NFT poetry. That's cool. Here's NFT architecture. There are so many possibilities. Why stop at just expensive art? You can turn your hobby or your passion into NFTs as well. Now let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 1020 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is at the number one spot, sitting at $54,170.87, up 6.5% in 24 hours. Ethereum is at $1,820, up 5%. 
Binance Coin at the number three spot at 275.70, up 17.7%. Yowzers. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, Bitcoin is over a $1 trillion market cap. Cardano's at the number four spot at $1.18, up 4.4%. And Tether, number five. Polkadot, number six, at 35.80, up 4.8%. Total market cap, we're sitting at $1.68 trillion. BTC dominance, 60.4%. And before we get to our first order of business today, I want to give a shout out to Editor-in-Chief Dan Roberts, who interviewed Ross Gerber. You heard a preview of that yesterday. See the link in the description or in the show notes for that article. And also, it will be posted on Decrypt's YouTube channel, so you can watch the full interview. But now to our main event. What is $1.9 trillion of U.S. stimulus package going to do for Bitcoin? And here to talk about is my favorite writer from Decrypt, Scott Cipollina. Thank you, Matt. How are you? Excellent, excellent. You know what? This headline really captured my eye today. It says, what Biden's $2 trillion, $2 trillion stimulus package means for Bitcoin. You guys took some liberties with that title, huh? Only a, like $100 billion liberties, huh? <laughs> yeah, technically it's a $1.9 trillion stimulus package, which is curiously just short of the stimulus package that came out in the initial wake of the COVID pandemic last March. It's actually the, the second largest stimulus package since World War II that the United States government has has brought about. Uh it's bigger than the 2008 financial crisis package, which was just under 900 billion. So yeah, it's a lot of money. So what what are we thinking that this is going to do for crypto? Well, one of the, I mean, the competing theory, at least within the crypto space, is that the stimulus package itself is going to do some some inflationary harm to the dollar, and that in turn can entice new people into investing in Bitcoin as a hedge against inflation, which is the the argument that people in crypto have have put forward without a stimulus package on the table, let alone when when one comes in and concerns about inflation arise. So that is at least the expectation of, of many people in the industry. And who do we think is going to be the one that's uh, hedging against inflation? Are we talking about retail investors? Are we talking about institutions? Are we talking about everybody? Are we talking about the government themselves? There's actually an interesting survey that uh, Deutsche Bank conducted where about a th- about 50% of 1,000 surveyed individuals between the ages of 25 and 34 uh, said that they they invest at least some part of their stimulus package in stocks. And obviously, it stands to reason that one of those investments might be Bitcoin, but it, it of course, might not be. Um, so we're talking really about the recipients of the stimulus package itself. Um, and obviously, that's a large chunk of the American population. But it depends. I actually spoke to somebody who is expecting a, a check of $1,400 as part of this package. It seems to me, although he, he clearly didn't didn't say that he, he wanted to invest any of that money in stocks or in Bitcoin, anything of the sort. What was on his mind was getting him and his family through what's been a horrific year financially and and, and in other ways as well. So it, it would be interesting to see what people do with the stimulus package. Uh, there are Twitter accounts out there that, that talk about what your money would, would be now if you invested part of previous stimulus packages into Bitcoin. And those things are interesting to look at for sure. But I would imagine that the majority of people that are in need of this money are not going to use it to invest in anything, frankly. I think they're going to use it to get past a very difficult economic situation. I think that people can hear maybe that you're not from the US. <laughs> your voice a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah, I think so, yeah. What are you guys thinking about the stimulus package over there in the UK? Well, I guess there's, again, to go back to the crypto industry, there's obviously a, there's a libertarian streak that runs through that community, which I suppose to some degree predisposes people into thinking a stimulus package, although it might be 
you know, well-intentioned and benign is actually not going to do people any favors in the long run because it risks devaluing their native currency. Um, play devil's advocate and to look at the other side of this debate, um, Janet Yellen, who's also the recipient of some bad press in the crypto space, says that what would be worse would be failing to do anything for the vast majority of families and small businesses that are already failing in America. And the economic damage of that, if unchecked, will be greater. Um, so I suppose it depends on where you land on on that side of the debate, to be honest. I, I thank you for that answer. But that is definitely not my question. I said, what does the UK think about <laughs> two trillion dollar stimulus package coming from the US? Well, I don't I don't think that being from the UK or, or having a, a a British perspective on the stimulus would give you any or it gives me at least any any sort of unique assessment of the package itself. I think that from a human perspective, it just seems to make sense that, you know, the government is there to help people out through what has been an unprecedented time to use a phrase that has been overused for the last year. But it is true. It's been an unprecedented time for the vast majority of people, um, not just in the United States, all around the world. But it, it seems to make common sense, really, that, that something like this is needed. It's a sad fact that it is needed, but that doesn't change the, the, the fact that many people like uh, Ian Bellis, who's a, a resident in Ohio, who I spoke to, who, who are in really in some ways desperate need for this money and i think that it would be true whether i was looking at the situation from the states or the uk or anywhere else really right on scott cipollino writer for decrypt thanks for coming on and explaining this to us cheers thanks very much matt moving on we have ivan poon the co-founder of switchio and he's here to tell us about the latest news and updates and developments in his project hi i'm doing great thanks for having me here Excellent, excellent. Being the co-founder of Switchio, you know, to be perfectly honest, I don't know much about Switchio, and I know I don't know if my listeners also know about Switchio. What do mm -hmm. you guys do? Yeah, so we started out, out pretty small, just a, a layer one sort of uh, on-chain DEX, uh, and we built on Neo. That was like three years ago. But um, since then, we've grown a lot. Uh, we've we've moved uh, with the DeFi space, and now basically we are cross-chain um, protocol that can do uh, that's connected to Ethereum, Neo. Um, and we are going to connect with Silica, Binance Smart Chain within the next few months. Uh, in fact, BSC is going to be connected in in probably one or two weeks. And uh, and, and basically, it's a it's a it's a whole trading protocol that that allows um, people to do trades in an on chain manner without any sort of uh, off chain matching engine, without any sort of basically intermediary. And this this is done without any any sort of uh, uh, latency that you experience on, say, Uniswap or any any of the current layer one chains. As a protocol, that basically a lot of modules uh, involved, and probably too long to to go into each and every every single uh, aspect of it in in this talk show. Okay, so in in summary, Switchio works cross chains. Right now, you're with Ethereum, Neo. You're going to be on Zilliqa, Binance Smart Chain here pretty soon, and you facilitate trades between the different uh, decentralized platforms or decentralized tokens on all those chains. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. So so I, I guess right now the, the popular thing is uh, liquidity pools and EMMs. So that's something we've also built into our, our cross-chain protocol. Excellent. Excellent. And the news coming out from Switchio is that you are listed now on a couple of exchanges. Can you explain that? Yeah. So uh, right now, of course, we are, we are we, uh, the token, uh, Switchio tokens on our own protocol. So uh, if you go to DMAX, which is like the reference UI for Switchio, uh, uh, um, it's there that it's there's liquidity of a couple of million. Uh, it's an incentivized uh, liquidity pool. Uh, we are also on a couple of other centralized exchanges like Gate.io, uh, MXC. Um, regarding uh, the the, the on-chain DEXs, we are on Flamingo, which is the new protocol, NEO, NEO protocol, as well as our legacy exchange on uh, Switchio.exchange. 
Yeah. Excellent. What do you think the future of Switchio is going to be? To be perfectly honest with you, I don't know much about Switchio, but I do love cross chain. So that, what, what, what do you think is going to come up in the future? Yeah. So I think uh, for us, we are, we are one of the first, as I mentioned, one of the first uh, AMMs that it's actually fully cross chain. Uh, what's coming up is uh, basically expanding into the der- der- derivative space. So uh, just last week, we, we launched Futures. So uh, our protocol can also trade on. Uh, uh, it actually understands derivative markets, which is uh, something that's uh, pretty unique compared to to whatever's going on now with Uniswap, Swap, etc. And and so we're really going to expand on this angle. Uh, we are, we are, right now we have futures with expiry, which means that you can actually trade, um, uh, uh, say a BDC, uh, uh, a Bitcoin future that expires uh, uh, in December, for example. Uh, and this is fully decentralized, permissionless. Uh, all you need is like MetaMask and, and you can do that. Uh, difference between like say DYDX or Perpetual Protocol would be like, uh, would be the fact that we can do up to 100x uh, or even higher leverage. And the reason we can do that is because uh, it's an independent protocol that it's not constrained by Ethereum's uh, block, block time basically. So so liquidations, et cetera, can happen in a, in a very orderly manner. We are, we are basically going to expand on the space uh, for the next few set, six months, uh, I think. Co-founder of Switchio, thank you for coming on and giving us an update. Yeah, thanks a lot. And in other news, PayPal announced on Monday that it had acquired Curve, a Tel Aviv-based startup that uses a novel form of cryptography to safeguard its customers' stashes of Bitcoin and other digital assets. If you heard on the podcast over the weekend, Decrypt's executive editor, Jeff Roberts, interviewed PayPal CEO Dan Schulman. And in their conversation, Dan said he is probably not going to buy Bitcoin because he wants to keep the cash so he can acquire companies when the time comes. Well, apparently, he was doing that buying as he was talking to Jeff. And this is one of the companies that he bought. And what is the purpose of this? Like he said in that interview, take a look at the interview over the weekend, he said that he wants to start building the infrastructure for a new form of banking and finance because he sees that cryptography, Bitcoin, blockchain is the future. And he wants to move PayPal to be the leader in this emerging product class. This seems like the start of a grand vision. I don't know if this is news or a PSA, but the IRS is forming a new initiative to seek out unreported crypto hodlings. It's called Operation Hidden Treasure. And it basically means that the IRS is going to be looking for you if you are not reporting your crypto. Well, we kind of expected this to happen. We knew that they're going to come trying to look for people that has millions and millions in unreported crypto hodlings. So, of course, this is not financial advice. This is not tax advice. But come on, report your crypto. Like my grandfather always says, there's two things you can't escape in life, and that's death and taxes. And finally, Ethereum devs confirm Berlin hard fork date. This long-awaited, long-anticipated Berlin upgrade will include optimizations to gas fees when it deploys on the Ethereum mainnet next month. And by next month, we mean mid-April. They're going to be hard forking to try to make this, hopefully, work a little bit better. This Berlin upgrade follows the Istanbul update, which is preceding the London upgrade, and the London upgrade is scheduled for July 2021. These are all upgrades that have to take place before Ethereum switches to Ethereum 2.0 and a proof-of-stake system. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're like, subscribe, make sure you share it, and if there's a place to leave a comment, leave a comment. It helps us quite a bit. And if you want to send me an email, it's matthewaron at decrypt.co. Until tomorrow, everyone, happy hodling.